The Mystery of Death Resolved by Rex D. Edwards Rex D. Edwards is a former vice president for religious studies at Griggs University. Introduction Philip, remember that you must die. Thus said a slave of the ruler of Macedon daily to his royal master. And the poet Lowell wrote, Life is a sheet of paper white, whereon each one of us may write his line or two, and then comes night. Many false concepts of death and the hereafter have created widespread doubt and despair. The insecurity of life is matched by the insecurity of death. In this sermon, we will resolve the mystery of death by examining its reality, its nature, and the promise of life after death. 1. The Reality of Death In his book, A View from the Hearse, Joseph Bailey writes about the personal tragedies he has suffered. His boy died of leukemia just before his fifth birthday. There were nine nightmarish months between his son's diagnosis and death. He laments, quote, Everything changes. Death is changeless. The door of the hearse is never closed. Dairy farmer and sales executive live in death's shadow with noble prize winner and prostitute, infant, teen, old man. The hearse stands waiting for the surgeon who transplants a heart, as well as the hopeful recipient, for the funeral director as well as the corpse. Death spares none. End quote. Death does not consent to let itself be forgotten, even though one of Tolstoy's characters declared that, quote, the essential thing when we are speaking of death consists in not thinking about it, end quote. Notwithstanding, death walks at our side, and with the complicity of uniformity, sculptures its mark on the faces of those dearest to us. The biblical word confirms its reality. Paul writes, quote, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people, because all sinned. End quote. Earlier, Solomon declared, quote, The living know that they will die, end quote. and the prophet Ezekiel declared, quote, For everyone belongs to me, the parent as well as the child, both alike belong to me. The one who sins is the one who will die. End quote. Later, Paul declares that, quote, people are destined to die once, and after that to face judgment, end quote. If no one can escape the certainty of death, what happens when we die? 2. The Nature of Death The Genesis account of the creation of man is that the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground, and at death, the dust returns to the ground it came from. According to chemical scientists, this dust, besides other constituents, falls into a chemical form. For instance, there is sufficient carbon to provide lead for 9,000 pencils, enough phosphorus to make 2,200 match heads, about a bucket full of lime, a quarter pound of sulfur, about a spoonful of magnesium, and enough iron to make a two-inch nail. 
life reduced to dust. What shocking chemical reductionism. Death is the opposite to life. By it and from it comes no good thing. No consciousness, no intelligence, no communication either with or between God and man. This sad reality is validated by four explicit biblical facts related to the state of man in the realm of the dead. 1. In death, the thought process perishes. Quote, His breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth. In that very day, his thought perish. End quote. 2. In death, the dead have no part in anything that is done on earth. Read Ecclesiastes 9, 5-6. 3. In death, there is no participation in any activity. There is, quote, neither working nor planning, nor knowledge nor wisdom, end quote. 4. In death, the capacity of the dead to fellowship with God is absent, Quote, it is not the dead who praise the Lord. End quote. Unmistakably, then, death is the antithesis of life. Everything that is present in life is absent. Everything that makes a person human personality, thought process, social life, free will, moral obligations ceases at the moment of death. But there is an encouraging metaphor for death used by Bible writers. The psalmist writes, quote, Give light to my eyes, or I will sleep in death, end quote. Says Job, quote, So he lies down and does not rise. Till the heavens are no more, people will not awake or be roused from their sleep, end quote. Even Jesus describes the death of his friend Lazarus as a sleep. From this metaphor, then, we can conclude three realities. 1. Like sleep, death is a state of unconsciousness. 2. Like sleep, death is temporary. 3. Like sleep, death implies an awakening. And that glorious awakening is the promise of life after death. 3. The Promise of Life After Death Following Sir Walter Raleigh's execution, among his papers was found a poem showing his belief that death was but the close of a chapter, that in a day to come, it too would be successfully conquered. But from this earth, this grave, this dust, my God shall raise me up, I trust. Centuries earlier, the Apostle Paul asked the question, quote, Why should any of you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? End quote. Christ answers the question with the assurance, quote, Do not be amazed at this, for a time is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done what is good will rise to live, and those who have done what is evil will rise to be condemned. End quote. Centuries before, Job expressed his confidence in life after death when he declared, quote, 
I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. Referring to the interval between death and resurrection, Job said, quote, All the days of my hard service I will wait for my renewal to come. End quote. Even more, he tells us where he would be waiting. Quote, if I wait, the grave is mine house. I have made my bed in the darkness. End quote. Later, Daniel wrote, quote, Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. End quote. What a promise for life after death. Conclusion The reality of death is an unwelcome disturber of life, and yet a summons to number our days, maintain our faith in God, live responsibly, and serve sacrificially. The nature of death is a disruptive disintegration of life, and yet, in that dislocation of dust, we are remembered by God, and angels guard the place where we rest until the trumpet sounds the call to awaken. The promise of life after death is a reminder that God is faithful and that he fulfills his promise, quote, to seek and to save that which was lost, end quote, soon to be realized in a restored creation, a glorious reunion with loved ones in a place where no one will ever say goodbye. We have this hope. Amen. For bibliographical and biblical references on this article and for much more content for elders and church leaders, please visit eldersdigest.org.